Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush Podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, it is time for your in-week update from the 49ers Rush Podcast. And so what I want to go over, it's going to be a relatively quick episode, but I just want to update you on things before our Thursday night game. We are playing early and in prime time, which is wonderful. Uh, We get to see, everybody gets to see the 49ers, um, which is a good and a bad thing. We've been... Haven't put out the best product on the field, but hopefully we get to defeat our kind of in-state momentarily rivals in the Oakland Raiders. There's been a lot of bad blood between these organizations, and so hopefully uh, it will continue on the field at least. So um, just want to talk through some injury reports, who's in, who's out, and more importantly, let's do just a little quick spotlight on Nick Mullins, possibly our starting quarterback, man. Uh, ugh. Anyway, uh, the players that did not practice today, we have C.J. Beathard right off the bat, our quarterback. His right wrist, apparently towards the end of the game, he was following through on a pass, and his hand came down on a helmet, and it is just not good. (laughs) He is having hard times. Kyle Shanahan gripping the football, which is never a good sign. And we have a Thursday game. Kyle Shanahan even said, you know, if this was a regular Sunday night game, there probably wouldn't be a question. He would be playing. But as of now, with it being an early game and less days to rest, we're talking about a game time decision. You know, I'm I'm hoping CJ can go. But part of me, and not going to lie, Uh, You know, this season is what it is. I wouldn't mind seeing if maybe a little bit of that Nick Mullins magic that we saw in the preseason can kind of be brought over into the regular season. Why not? Uh, This probably playing the worst defense in the entire NFL. This is probably the most favorable situation for somebody to get their first NFL starting experience as a quarterback against the Oakland Raiders. So so we'll see about that. Now, um, also players that did not practice – um, Anton Exum, which is rough, and Jaquiski Tart. So we're already looking like we are out. Our 
starting strong safety and our backup strong safety. Um, it's not looking like they're going to play. Ex- um, Exum had a concussion and tart that same soldier in- shoulder injuries we've had. It- it's times like this, man. I really wish we would go back and, man, if we're going Nick Mullins, let's just go complete preseason all-star team with Terrell Williams, man. If you remember him out of Houston, he was kind of my preseason crush. And, um, you know, he's out there. We, we released him on an injury settlement. But he is he, – all I've heard is that he is healthy and he knows the system. I wish we could have got him in. Um, I'm hoping something will happen in the next week. And also, Reuben Foster did not practice this week I, or this week so far either with his hamstring. His isn't even a shoulder. He is just tore up everywhere. So uh, got to figure out what you want to do with that. Limited in practice, Matt Breida, he's going to be limited for the rest of the year. Uh, that kid is so tough. Uh, high ankle sprain, and he just keeps finding a way to just fight through it. So um, Raheem Mostert, you know, he came out. He had two runs last week, and he got rolled up on on his ankle. He's out with an ankle injury. Pierre Garçon, shoulder and a knee. Mike Pearson, ankle. Western Richburg, knee. Joe Staley, ankle. Richard Sherman, calf and heel. This is kind of the same injury. Sherman's going to be a go. Staley's going to be a go. Richburg, we don't know. Pearson, probably going to be a go. Now, I, I don't blame things on injury, but if we just look at this from the offensive side, we are now down our first quarterback. We are now down our second quarterback. We are down our first running back. We are down our second running back. We are down our third running back. Uh, we're down our wide receiver. We're down so many linemen. Like Injuries are insane this year. It happens to somebody in the NFL every year. It was just the Niners year. You know, The past two years, it's been the Chargers. But this is just absolutely abysmal. And, you know, <laughs> on my other podcast that I do, the NFL Express podcast with um, at host Chuck B, uh, he, he's an Eagles guy. And he's like, oh, well, we had injuries last year and we won a Super Bowl. And I was like, man, you never got down to your third quarterback or your fifth running back. Don't come at me with these injuries and how they're related. They're not related. Uh, we've just been through a lot. Now, uh, Nick Mullins, you know, he is he was awesome. He was absolutely amazing in preseason. He came in, led back-to-back fourth-quarter wins in the preseason, but it's a preseason. He's playing against third and fourth stringers. What will he look like against the first team? Uh, that, that's what we got to kind of look at. He is an undrafted free agent out of southern Mississippi, um, you know, school of Brett Favre. Why not? Let's throw it out there, right? Um, and so he was a four-year starter there and put up incredible numbers, got them to a bowl game in 2015 and 2016. You know, for a career, he has a two-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio and averaged almost eight yards per attempt, which is pretty legit. So the athleticism, he's, he's not the most athletic guy, but he's just a baller. Like, he is just one of those guys, when you look at him, he's small, he's not tough, he doesn't have a rocket arm, which is why he probably went to Southern Mississippi. Uh, He is just a football player. Uh, He was the 2015 Conference USA Offensive Player of the Year. You know, he's put up just great numbers in college. He just needs a chance. So that's Nick Mullen, 6'1", 187 pounds, pretty, pretty skinny. But this is what we got, and so we're going to be moving forward with this. And again, this is kind of that battle for that first overall pick. Uh, I think that the 49ers are going to win a couple more games. We do have 
You know, we're playing against Oakland this week with one win, and then next week it's Monday Night Football against the Giants with one win as of now. So we will see what's going to happen. Now what I want to do is jump over to Clayton. He is going to be breaking down their scheme and all that. But before I do that, I do want to give a shout-out to our sponsors. Man, they are just so easy to work with. Game Day Sports and Memorabilia. If you head over to their site, gamedaysportsmemorabilia.com, you just leave out the end. They have everything that you could ever desire as far as sports memorabilia. They have given us an autographed Frank Gore mini helmet that we are giving away. All you got to do is head over to Twitter um, at JL underscore Chapman and retweet that. As of now, we have 45 people that have entered into that. All you got to do is retweet the original tweet. It is pinned on my Twitter account. So if you go to follow me and click on my profile, it's the first one that pulls up. You'll see the autographed helmet there. I have it here. I want to keep it here, but I will be giving that out here in about a week and a half. So um, on the bye week, we will be giving that out. So all you have to do, again, at JL underscore Chapman, retweet that Frank Gore mini helmet, and it could be yours, autographed mini helmet, 49ers, uh, not the Dolphins, obviously, or the Colts, but uh, Frank Gore's just awesome. He's one of my favorite 49ers all time and just keeps trucking. Um, but that is brought to you by Game Day Sports and Memorabilia. All right, joining us now is Clayton. How we doing, brother? How is the North treating you today? Good, buddy. It's uh, weather's nice. Weather's nice right now. What so does that mean? Good. What does um, nice mean up north? I'm in Southern California, so you know we were, we're 75 was the high today, and it was pure sunshine. I'm bragging a little bit. Uh, okay, well, that, right there. Okay, let's uh, give me two seconds here. I'll that weird that weird uh, weather <laughs> forecast you guys have down there. Yeah, Fahrenheit. Okay, so put this into perspective. I'm walking around with like uh, literally a t-shirt on outside. And it's 43 degrees here. Fahrenheit? <laughs> yeah, Fahrenheit. You're a weird, weird man. <clears throat> that's nice here. It's funny. For, for, um, for, this kid, for this time of year. Kids, so I, I'm a teacher, and kids started showing up with scarves on today. And Jeez. it was a high of 75 because it's officially <laughs> fall was what the student referenced to me. And so it is time to start wearing scarves. So it's what it is. But anyway, without further ado, let's jump into the 49ers Week 9 opponent. We have the local Oakland Raiders. The Raiders. Um, and they, very similar to us, they have one win. Um, yeah, going to be a pretty exciting game. <sighs> Man, it, it's <laughs> and it's going to get worse. Uh, the, the thing is this, you know, we got back-to-back -back games. You know, last week we played the Cardinals with one win. This week we played the Raiders with one win. And then the following week we played the Giants with one win. So we we are this is we are fighting it out. It's like an eliminator challenge for the first overall pick. And we'll see what happens because again with the Raiders it's interesting. One, the local rivalry, them moving out, you know, this is kind of the end of a rivalry. We'll see if it kind of maintains when they're in Vegas or not. But even more than that, just last year we both were tied for the ninth overall draft pick and we had to flip a coin to see who was going to win. And the 40 49ers won, which pushed the Raiders to 10. We take Mike McGlinchey, who, goodness, what a crazy, amazing pick. Probably should have went in the top five with how he's played. And rumors came out that the Raiders wanted to get McGlinchey, and so they traded back to the 13th spot and got Colton Miller, who has been absolutely awful. He's allowed us seven sacks so far this year. So yeah, it's, it's just interesting, the draft implications <coughs> of this. So without further ado, Clayton, break us down. Give us a little bit of a recap on Oakland and what they have been up to. 
Uh, last week they placed uh, uh, sorry played the Indianapolis Colts and they lost uh, forty two to twenty eight. Uh, wasn't bad stats for Oakland, but uh, Andrew Luck definitely got the best of them. Yeah, that game got out of hand pretty quick, and just the efficiency. It, here's the thing. This is what John Gruden and his offense does. They play great for three quarters, and then they just blow it. In, they lose it in the end. They kind of the coaching adjustments. Gruden's offense is very, very simple, and so it's easy to make some coaching adjustments to take away what they're trying to do. And Gruden has never really been able to make that second adjustment to outsmart once they have countered the first move. It's just what it is. Yeah. So. Um, having said that, can you summarize their defense and kind of let's go through a little bit rankings. What do we know about them? Well, what I was looking at, uh, PFF had them as a 29th ranked defense, bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Yeah. Um, the grade was a 63.3, so clearly not good. Um, the run defense was ranked 26th and the uh, pass defense was 31st. And that's uh, according yeah. to PFF. So, Yeah. And so what they do, it's not so much a statistical analysis, but, man, they give up a lot of points. You know, the 49ers, we have allowed the second most points in the NFL. We are one point ahead of the Cincinnati Bengals. But the Raiders have 218. They've allowed 218 points, us 236. But we've played one more game, so we're both kind of in the same boat. Uh, neither one of us are really good. Um, it's, it's just kind of rough. Now, Having said that, you know, you talked about their stats. What are they good at? What is the one thing that they could maybe they're better at than others? I don't think they're really good at anything. Yeah, but. no, I yeah, and that's what that's what I kind of kind of figured out too. Um there's their pass defense is slightly worse than their run defense. So, their pass defense they're averaging giving up an average of 173 yards per game and have allowed nine touchdowns to opposing wide receivers. So, you definitely can throw on them. I guess their strengths is their run defense, although they are giving up over five yards per carry. They're averaging, they're giving up just under 130 yards per game. But and, they do allow touchdowns on the ground for sure. They've allowed one pretty much every week. And that's crazy because the 5.1 yards per carry, if you could say anything about a Kyle Shanahan offense, they're going to be near the top of the NFL as far as yards per carry. We're averaging just under five. So yeah. we don't know who our running back's going to be. You know, we just talked through the injury report. Uh, Breida's a maybe. <laughs> Mostert's a maybe. Man, mo Mostert really. Man, I took a lot of flack from the boys this weekend, this past weekend, because I was all high on Mostert, and he did not show up. Well, he, he got injured. He got yeah, his I, leg I rolled up later. on the second yeah. carry, and he did look good. His two carries looked great. Uh, he you know he had a great run, but he got rolled up on on his ankle, and it just wasn't right. You saw him go to the sidelines just really, really upset. And, and that's the thing, man. You, you can... You can predict, you know, fantasy stuff all you want, but injuries, they equalize everything. Um, I still think that what you said about Mostert was correct. It just, hey, he got injured. It's what it is. Now, weaknesses, pass defense. You let us know a while ago about how many yards they give up per game. Can you talk me through a little bit their defensive coordinator and scheme? What have you seen on film, Clayton? Well, their defensive coordinator is Paul Gunther. Um, he runs a base 4-3 scheme. But the one thing I noticed, this guy's got pages and pages of packages for this defense. Um, the thing is, is why I think that they're doing not well defensively is because I think it's too complicated for them right now. There's a lot to learn in his defense. He, he believes in a successful defense. He's going to pressure off the line with four defensive linemen. He loves using A-gap blitzes. 
in his scheme, the defensive backs are mostly mostly play cover two and cover four. So, um, and when he does his a gap blitzes, his linebackers show pressure obviously on each side of the center, which makes the offensive line think the blitz is coming from inside. So it it is it is it looks good on paper, but it's if they can uh, <laughs> capitalize it that's the problem. The personnel that they have does not. It, it's it's very similar to ours. Not the coverage scheme, the back end, but the front end is very similar. The idea is we're going to generate pressure with these four guys. And for this defense to work, we cannot allow the quarterback to sit back there. And the cover four scheme that they are going to run, this is a very similar scheme um, that I coached under uh, way back in my days in Texas. And we we ran this quarters coverage or cover four, and the idea is very, very simple. Uh, We're going to keep everything in front of us. We're not going to get beat deep ever, and you are going to have to execute repeatedly to get to the touchdown. You are going to have to nickel and dime us, and that's what we are going to do. We are not going to to allow any big plays over the top. And that's great. However, um, the holes on this defense are many. Now, where did Gunther come from? I'm not sure if you know this. I know that he was with Cincinnati, but what's kind of his coaching tree? Where, where did he come from? He's a disciple of uh, Mike Zimmer. So, obviously, he... He has done fairly. He he knows his thing. That's the thing with Gunther. He's he's good at what he does. It's just like you said, the personnel is not there. I think for for this defense to succeed, at least this year. All right, I like it. I like it. Um, and what about blitzing tendencies? He has nineteen blitzes out of odd man fronts, which have either three or five across a defensive line. So with one lined up directly over center, plus at least twelve different red zone packages, he runs. Geez, so he he's <laughs> they're a matchup team, which is going to be interesting yeah. because we run so much uh, fullback, two tight end sets, much more than anybody else in the NFL. So it's going to be interesting. Now, as far as you know, we we've talked about personnel and how they're lacking, but what are the? Give me a guy or two that we need to keep an eye on. Uh, Maurice Hurst actually been uh, playing pretty well. Thirty eighth ranked defensive lineman in the league. He's got two sacks on the year. Man, um, that he's guy, good. he's crazy. If you go back to the draft, he's the Michigan guy. He played under Harbaugh, yeah. and it, he fell in the draft because he got diagnosed with a heart condition at the combine. And so a lot of teams took him off the board, but of course, you know, Gruden, he doesn't have internet because he's so old school. <laughs> he didn't know this, but it's worked out well for him. I'll say that because Maurice Hurst has been very, very good and definitely warranted that kind of late first, early second round grade. It's just the longevity and health that's a concern. But he's played very, very well. What about yeah, on the back good. end? Gary and Conley's been been pretty good too. He's, uh, he's only been thrown on 27 times. He's the second most targeted cornerback uh, on the team. Uh, but he's only given up a 48% catch rate. So Dang, that's he's, pretty, yeah, that's pretty he's, stout. All right, so we're throwing away from him. Who do we need to target? Who do we need to attack, whether in the run game or pass game? Leon Hall, their corner, their other cornerback on the other side. He's given up uh, 85% catch rate on 21 targets. He's given 240, yard, 240 yards so far this year. Yeah, so that it's good to have somebody to to target there, and that's going to be Leon Hall. Um, our wide receivers are finally starting to get a little bit healthy. Um, I'm hoping Pierre Garcon plays this week. We need him out there, but that's kind of what it is. Now let's jump over. Let's talk about this offense, which is just it's changed twice so far this year. They started off just running the ball and just slowing things down. Then they opened it up and started airing it out. Now they've traded away their number one wide receiver to the Cowboys, Amari Cooper, and lost their number one running back, Marshawn Lynch. 
So give me a quick snapshot of this offense and what the 49ers defense is going to expect. Pa- their passing game. Carr's actually been his, although they're one and six, Carr's, Carr's stats haven't been all that bad. Their passing game is averaging over 275 yards a game, which ranks 11th in the league. So, And Carr's throwing 10 touchdowns in seven games. Not not uh, Patrick Mahomes numbers or anything, but. You they're know, not least... losing because of the offense. Exactly. Is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. yeah, you put up 28 points, you should expect to win. Um, it's just that defense, that's the thing. They have to shoot out and basically get up there. What about weaknesses? What are they bad at? Their run game's struggling. Um, they're they're not even – they're averaging under 100 yards a game, So and they've only scored four touchdowns on the year. And I think three of those were from Marshawn Lynch. So with him being on IR now and Doug Martin and stuff behind their I – think, I think you stopped the run game – 49ers will win this game yeah and it's interesting because they love Jalen Richard who's very very talented but he's he's not really a running back you know and he just kind of they just throw the ball like crazy and check down to him over and over and over again so what players should we watch out for well the one that stands out for the most consistent I guess on the offenses uh, on the offense is Jared Cook their tight end He's Carr's favorite target. He's leading the team in targets and receiving yards. He's got 36 receptions for almost 500 yards and three touchdowns this year. So that sounds like our team, our tight yeah, exactly. end, is leading us in receptions and targets and yards and touchdowns as well. <laughs> so I, I, I love watch. I love watching Kittle. Man, he's he's just great. And I don't know if you saw the bit about. You know, he, he fought for a touchdown, and the opposing player said something to him. And basically, he, he told him, he's like, well, I had to score. Otherwise, my fantasy owners would have been upset yeah, with me. I, uh, I did hear that. <laughs> he's great, man. Like, he's just – he's the type of, like, fun, friendly guy uh, off the field that it's easy to cheer for. But when you watch him, he is a guy that sells out and gives 100% mm-hmm. every single play. Um, which is just so easy to respect. But anyway, Clayton, I just want to say thank you, man. This is awesome. And, man, also, shout out to Clayton. He is adding one member to his clan in the upcoming week. So just want to say from the Niners faithful, man, I hope that you named the kid Joe Montana could do. I just think it's a beautiful name. And I'm just going to leave that there. Just going to leave that there. I'll I'll see if the wife will allow that, John. Thanks for having (laughs) me on, Matt. We'll talk next week for sure. All right, brother. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.